time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello and welcome to episode 101, Meditate and Return to Radiance. In today's episode, we're going to talk about meditation as a practice, four points to consider when meditating, and suggestions to refine your own practice. When I define radiance, I'm defining it as the luminous, vital energy that dwells within us. When we discover the energy channels to learn how to collect, concentrate, and circulate our energy, we're able to access our energy blueprint so that we can align ourselves with the healing force, that force, that positive force within us that allows us to step in the light of radiance and be vital from the inside out. I have heard a master that had said once to me, meditation is a process of purifying the mind and making it one-pointed, inward and tranquil. And we find that through the meditation process, the practice, that the mind itself will lead you to that essence of your own being. And that's the highest state of realization. And that's when we've met people that have just shine. They're radiant, they're vital, they're happy, and they're enthusiastic about life. Many meditation practices do emphasize the importance of concentration, and our trainings do indeed emphasize this also. However, let's take a moment to step back and define concentration. The word concentration implies focusing our consciousness toward one point, excluding all other thoughts and sensations. You know, this is not that easy, especially when we try it. Your mind decides to take a walk in the park and get moving from one object to the next. When we attempt to bring it back to its home base, we may become tense and agitated, frustrated, and even lose interest and hope due to our failure in the process. Does this sound familiar to you? Well, I can certainly attest to the drive to distraction. After all, there's a lot of things to think about, right? from yesterday's happenings to the future imaginings of our, what our mind creates. So just sit and take a breath, you're told, right? You're told, be aware of your breath. You'll possibly notice the natural tendency of your consciousness, meaning your awareness, to move from one object to the next. Notice I'm not saying here moving your mind because it's your awareness that moves within the mind field. It's not the mind itself. Just try to concentrate on one thing for a few moments and you'll be convinced of what I'm saying. You'll be aware of the endless stream of thoughts either connected to each other, creating a steady vibration or possibly unconnected thoughts and impressions. This occurrence of the unconnected thoughts and impressions is a distraction. Uh, in you know what we talk about, it's a very big distraction and it's the wandering tendency of our mind. Now it's true that if you place an internal object in front of the mind to visualize or a sacred internal sound to anchor the mind, you can actually draw the mind inward and enter a meditative state. 
And although this practice is wonderful and effective, it doesn't take into full consideration the wandering tendencies of the mind. So here's a key. Concentration is possible only if a person is very relaxed mentally and physically. In fact, it occurs spontaneously in a very relaxed mind and body. When we relax the mind, until basically what I'm saying here is until relaxation is achieved, true concentration is actually impossible. With systematic training, though, in relaxation, the practitioner does begin to experience the spontaneous flow of consciousness going inward. That's why any successful meditation practice prepares the practitioner, that's you or me, with practices in systematic relaxation. Remember, the word relax means to loosen or let go. So if you can't let go of tension, how can you draw the awareness inward, let go of everything, right, and go inward to enter that state of meditation? So you don't want to ask someone to meditate with tension because they may try to suppress the disturbing factors that arise and even create more tension. So let's move to meditation as a practice. Meditation is indeed a practice. It's not something that happens right from the beginning, unless you're very lucky. It is also not mindfulness, relaxation, listening with a headset on to different notes and pitches, or for that matter, anything that implies an instant method. I remember someone saying to me that they have achieved meditation with a computer program. They indicated that their experience of one week with this program was equivalent to 20 years of meditation. And this is someone that's out there teaching. I can say this, it's nonsense and don't believe it. Our culture has created the expectation that the end result happens without putting forth an effort. And in meditation, that's truly the case. Because to learn meditation, remember bringing the mind inward, requires a commitment to learning and a lifestyle that actually supports the practice. In other words, you can't expect to be, let's say, you know, drinking a double espresso and then right after that sit down. I'm not saying don't have a double espresso. I'm just saying you can't expect to not prepare the mind and body prior to actually sitting in practice. So we have to consider some rules here. The first I would say to really establish your practice is to be vigilant when it comes to the practice itself. Choose a clean and well-ventilated space free of traffic. So you're not going to be sitting down in the middle of your living room or dining room, for example, if you have one. Don't expect immediate results. Ask yourself, how long did it take you to learn how to read or play an instrument if any of you have played an instrument? Or how long have you been distracted? You know, we can't expect things right away. Don't let progress get sidetracked with an imagining of spiritual happenings. I remember when I was younger and started, the people would come up to me and say, wow, I had this experience and this and this. And I went to one of my teachers at the time and I said, I'm not having any experience. And he had said to me, good, you don't want that because it becomes a distraction. The imagining of spiritual happenings is a very big distraction. And in addition, it can actually feed the ego a little bit there. You're throwing some food to the ego, like look at me. And the other, the other, uh, 
concept I'd like to tell you about is spend time each day to practice systematic relaxation. So the first I said is to be vigilant when it comes to practice. Really be, create that space for yourself that this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm gonna follow through. Then don't expect immediate results. Don't let progress get sidetracked by these imaginings of spirituality and, you know, the holy roller uh, road. And then spend time each day and practice systematic relaxation because that ultimately will take you and drive you right into meditation itself. If you find yourself saying, I don't have time to meditate, then stop and be aware that this is not your priority. And that's okay because there's no such thing as we don't have time. We make the time for whatever our priorities are. If you find yourself saying that meditation is not so easy, then you're off to a good start. We can create excuses to feed what our ego wants to believe about who and what we are or what we want. Just be clear with yourself and honest with yourself and decide, is meditation something you want to do? Okay, just keep that in mind. Remember, science is precision. Meditation is a technique that needs to be taught in a scientific way, systematically with precision. This is the way that I was taught. And if you learn how to systematically practice meditation, it will not take much time for you to step into radiance, provided you know the full technique. Many modern classes take one little aspect of an ancient practice and call that meditation. And that goes the same with anything that's being taught out there. In many cases, they take one little segment and they make that the expertise, and then they teach it as a whole program. And it's not quite that way. This is not meditation when you just take one little aspect of paying attention to your sensory mind. In addition, it's imperative to have the science behind the practice because you need to have full intent that you want to learn because it's easy to get very sidetracked and drop a practice early on if you're not given the why, what, and how to perform. You need to know why you're doing each step. That why connects you to the limbic system into your brain and gives you purpose. The what, you really need to know how to do something, not sloppily but just really, really skillfully, or what it is, and then the how to do it has to be very, very skillful and very precise. Here are some pointers to establishing and refining your meditation practice, whether you're getting started or you're already a practitioner. Have a strong desire to meditate or become a meditator. Have extraordinary will and determination because meditation does require that you have the discipline of mind and that's not so easy. So give yourself a break on that and just realize that it does take discipline. And then the second point is when you decide, make that commitment to sit every day and commit to yourself that you won't let anything get in the way, not even your thoughts. Now remember, once we commit to something, I had said this in the previous podcasts, a few of them, obstacles do show their face because inertia exists in the world. And obstacles tend to come up when we have all these best intentions. So just know that obstacles will come up and just let them come and let them go, okay? So I want you to be real easy about this. You know, don't meditate if you're not inclined to meditate. One of my masters had said to me, you know, if you want to meditate, you have to form a habit because habit weaves your character and personality. If you really want to know who you are, you have to take off all your masks. And this is not me saying this, this is a master. Those masks that we call personality, take off those masks one after another. You have to be totally basically naked and you have to be in the fire, the fire of that, that fire creates your radiance, by the way. 
And if you're prepared to do that, you can really learn to tread the path of meditation. So you have to really be willing to say, I want to change and I want to just go there. I want to be there. And you have to have that genuine, sincere interest that that's what you want. And finally, just sit in meditation and don't try to see lights, images, colors, or anything you think needs to happen by, by being a meditator. Learn to sit still in complete darkness and let the light arise within you in its own time. Because the light will arise once the mind becomes purified. So the first step I said is have that strong desire, that sincere desire, genuine desire that I really want to learn this then once you decide, make a commitment to sit each day, commit that to yourself, and then finally, just let it be. Don't try to make it something. It'll happen on its own. Because the time is here that each and every one of us must indeed learn to meditate or work with the mind if we're going to ride these waves of the current turbulence that we're seeing in society meditational, you know, meditation as a therapy does give us access. I'm talking therapy, the idea of really working with the mind to access the highest form of our own healing potential. And this leads to self transformation. We learn to heal, nourish and transform our lives with the practice of meditation. So please take that time and learn. Find yourself a practitioner if you choose that. But please be very skillful in how you choose it. Remember, you want to know the level, the why, the what, and the how to do it. And make sure it's not someone that's just saying they've been meditating for 30 years, 40 years, 60 years, because anyone that would say that is not really a, it's not where you want that heart to come from. You just want someone that has the skill and is a practitioner and that you feel comfortable with that there's a sincerity and a genuine interest and that they're willing to send you to even a more masterful teacher. Just keep that in mind. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And as I always say, please do your research, see what feels right for you. Credentials mean nothing. It's what feels right to you, how to get started and how to proceed. Where do you want to be and where do you want to go? If you answer that question within yourself, everything will reveal itself to you. So again, do your research. And if you'd like to get this podcast automatically, and you can get it on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, but you can also subscribe on SusanTaylor.org and also the YouTube uh, channel that we have, the Susan Taylor PhD TV YouTube channel. And again, contact us at SusanTaylor.org. Actually, I answer the questions, the comments. Many of you have been writing in over the last couple of weeks, which is fascinating. Some of you I answer privately, but some of you I've created like this meditation talk that I just did. This episode is really based on what you asked me to talk about. But I'd like to also say again, all of you for supporting the community. And thank you so much for listening. Remember, the Susan Taylor podcast does come out every week. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.